Hey there, everyone. I'm Will Leverson, and this is the Ewing Addressed, our Sports Spot Weekly Show. In this week's show, we're going to take a look at the narrative. And what is the narrative? When we talk about you know, the, the, the projection of who we are as a people, um, as a hoping people, right, putting our best foot forward and and really being and, and becoming um, global citizens and, and, and enjoying and appreciating each other in a different way than we have in many times past. And now we have we've arrived at many healthy conversations when it comes to things like the uh, treatment of others uh, or when it comes down to rights, uh, uh, freedoms, um, those things. We're having healthier conversations and, 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 and have healthier spaces uh, there than what have been in times past, although it's still not very great. The case in point in this um, now, I shouldn't say now, it's not a new commentary when it comes down to the hiring practices and the employment practices really uh, in professional sports that even at this point where we, we've come and we were able to appreciate on the other side of history Figures like Muhammad Ali and, and, and Jesse Owens and Hank Aaron, Arthur Ashe, Venus and Serena, Tiger Woods, Jeremy Lin, Yao Ming, um, Muhammad Abdul Rauf, uh, Enos Kante. So many people who have um, taken larger um, presence outside of just their professional craft as being American or, or global or international athletes. And now here we have, when it comes down to, you know, how, are, how is everyone represented? You know, if you're at your job and you're working your job, you know, and people look like you or don't look like you, and then when you look at the management, who's represented, like all these things apart from sports, we're always wanting to put our best foot forward, right? We're always wanting to showcase, you know, what we're doing well. And you should. That's the way that, we, that we're taught. We're not taught to, 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 to do things mediocre. You know, we're not taught to do things where you're not in it to win it, man, right? Those are all expressions because of what um, we, we, we all uh, sort of push for. And what we all want to be, right? Like we don't want to be the worst version of ourselves, no matter what you're doing, whether you are a person uh, who, who's a who's an academic. You, you don't want to go pursuing a scholarship with C's and D's. Right. You want to put forth your best, even though that may not be your effort that you're able to do all the time. You want to do your best and you should want to do your best. And what we want to do is we want to all move beyond these narratives. Right. The narrative that we're just not as great, man, as we seem to be. That when it comes down to equality and equity, or when it comes down to being courteous, um, or anything, that we're, we're not actually as great as what we portray, right? And then when it is the sort of, you know, the colloquialism, right, that the wizard, you pull the, the curtain away, and now the wizard, uh, the Wizard of Oz is sitting there. He's not this magical thing. He's just a person in a machine making it go. 
And so here we are, right? We have, after all this time, we have all these groundbreaking athletes and all these groundbreaking professionals and, and groundbreaking public figures that were still somehow woefully and morosely missing that equity. I mean, we've made great strides. There have been people, uh, especially when it comes down to sports, right? And, I, and, and the show always appreciates uh, you know, sports analysts, these, these, these folks that make this entire business segment work um, and, and, and by their work and, and, and by their plowing their trade, right? They're, they're covering stories and material and being responsible for the most part, some being irresponsible, right? We're in a space now that the conversation when it comes down to equity and, 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 the, and the coach Brian Flores's or, or the Colin Kaepernick's or the Doug Williams's of our times that we've experienced this living experience, although some have certainly in the 100 or so years of our American professional sports, there are some who are still alive that were in uh, the adolescent years of our American professional sports. You know, folks that are in their 70s and 80s have been around where the sport didn't really exist without, without them. My goodness, there are some tenured sportscasters, the Dick Vitals, and, and my goodness, the, the, the Marv Alberts, um, uh, these people that have been around for quite some time, uh, nearly, uh, you know, more, they've been around for more of these American professional sports. My goodness, John Madden just passed away, just recently passed away, where, who were they, 87 years old? And the NFL is, is, now, is, is now in its 100th year. So that means 13 years of John Madden's life, he wasn't around to where football was affected by him. Of course, you can't be affected by a one-year-old John Madden, but it can be affected by a 30, 40-year-old John Madden. And then in, in, in to, into his broadcasting days of the horse trailer of the game and all the Jake the Snake plumbers and, and all of these things um, there, the, the, the Madden Cruiser, the John Madden game franchise. We have had people, we have people who have been around to affect the trajectory of American professional sports. My goodness, if you are a tenured owner, there is a good chance in like the Jerry Joneses of the world, right? Where his personality, there's hardly a time that you can remember a Dallas sports franchise that was not tied to one Mr. Jerry Jones. And that is exceptional. In a business sense, that's what you want. The branding, the very branding of the NFL is tied to what Jerry Jones has done. And we look at the Cowboys, right? Like the Cowboys, they're not in the same professional attainment sense as the Yankees are of the world or the Lakers or the Celtics. You know, or, or anything like that, right? Like when we tie winning to things, we don't tie winning to the Dallas Cowboys. We tie football to the, the game, the global prop propagation of the game of football, right? Like 
what we put forward. Yes, there are teams that play overseas, but when they think about American football, they're going to think of the Dallas Cowboys. And that is successful. That is powerful. That is magical that the global propagation of the game of football is not rooted in, in, in continued inequity. When, when, the, when the world sees our American professional sports athletes, they see heroes. Yes, they see heroes because of their personal triumphs over adversity. But they also see them as mega colossal because they are. They are professional athletes. They do things that are nearly superhuman. My goodness, Wilt Chamberlain could grab a quarter off of a, a, a backboard that is above a 10-foot rim. That is exceptional. And with all this exceptional talent and ability and navigating all of this that we know that can be life in America, we are still arriving at points where people are making decisions and then you grow it out from there. Because it is, you make no mistake, the NFL, if it is a microcosm, of, of, of this amalgam of Americana, right? All these disparate parts of America are into our professional sports. And so what's going to be a part of that are the morose inequities in hiring and in promotion. And then you can grow the conversation out from there. When we present things on the union address, which is on the Anchor app. And if you don't know about the Anchor app, it is the best way to make a podcast. It has great tools and app that allow you to put the best content to reach your audience with the right message at the right time. And if you want to learn more about the Anchor app, you can visit your Android or Apple app store or visit anchor.fm on your computer. And here we are, where... We can have at once a, in America, right, with economies and with millionaires and billionaires and, and titans of industry and Oprahs and, 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 and Byron Allens and so many others, Bob Johnsons. We can have Barry Gordy's. We can have these people. that exist and we know they exist they're tangible we can see their wealth uh, some of us have been recipients of their wealth through employment or otherwise right like we know these people exist but what we also know is that exists is that there are people who have not moved beyond their own experience in allowing opportunity to come to all that is to say that you will have people that will not have a problem with someone like Brian Flores. I am sure that a majority of the American sports professional football executives and people, as far as Brian Flores, the person apart from their business, don't have a problem with him. They don't want him to, uh, to, 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 you know, uh, be harmed, I'm sure. Uh, or, or want anything like that. But when it comes down to extending that same person an opportunity beyond not having to really care about a Brian Flores, i.e., now he's in a position, just like so many others, 
After head coaching for a time, it is now time for him to move around. And there's not a, 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 an opportunity that is extended in good conscience and good faith. Brian Flores was hireable. He was well-liked until someone had to make the decision to extend that to him. Then they couldn't find a way to do it. Now, all of a sudden, now it, it's what happened with, 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 with Coach Brian Flores. And I know there's a lot of energy going into it a lot. and Because it, it should be. It should be. It's just the fact that we can celebrate or, or get behind a movement to end the gross injustices suffered by so many for so long. Like, it, it's okay to get behind Colin Kaepernick. It's okay to say we support you. It's okay until Colin Kaepernick is in the NFL process of a combine. Now he has to do things. He has to. He can't do this. He shouldn't do this. He's got to allow that to let go. Because that, that's what we have to do, right? Like, it's not to active. We can't actively seek something. We have to let it go to a certain point because people can't deal with it. They don't want to deal. People, the NFL did not want to deal with the Colin Kaepernick trial so much so that for an entity that never gives money to anyone outside of a player running a route, they had to give Colin Kaepernick money because somewhere in there, somewhere in that process, the NFL would have to answer questions that they'd rather not answer. That is why it's not because Colin Kaepernick did a masterful job fleecing everyone who were activists and all that. Colin Kaepernick had a personal victory because the NFL would have had to at that point. And how crazy is it that at least from Colin Kaepernick's situation to the situation of Brian Flores, there actually is a commonality in there. This is not to disparage anyone. We don't know the actions of the Denver front office beyond what is reported. But what is reported is that John Elway had this conversation over here about this. And now John Elway is over here involved around another thing. If this were a crime and someone's name was associated with things like that, they'd be a person of interest. How is it that in this instance, John Elway has his name attached to it? And in another instance, he has his name attached to it. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot like someone, but still be cordial to them. Black people are integral to John Elway's life, making money. They were integral to him as a quarterback. He had to throw the ball to a black person, to black people. He had to hand the ball off to He had to be on a team where the black players on defense, along with the white ones, had to do their job so he can make money. This isn't, hey, John, in your personal life, to make a decision that's outside of something football, which decisions are you making? I'd be willing to wager this, that they're not very intimate, personable ones, and they don't have to be, but when your life begins to interfere with your professional decisions, that's where you're going to find these um, instances, man. And like I said, no, there, this, there is no criminal 
action or charges or anything like that. That is probably at this point barely a civil matter. Everything is being formed. But what we can be rest assured of, and ladies and gentlemen, and all listeners, please be aware of this. Your name doesn't get attached to things just because you're a full. Why would an owner of, of one out of 32 teams, I'm sorry, not an owner, why would a front office executive of one out of 32 teams be tied to so much stuff? If he's just one, oh, well, you know, well, he's got to, you know, navigate the entirety of football to be a GM. He's got to be a grand player. But it just seems, nay, it is, I know not seems in that. It's from Shakespeare. Romeo and Juliet is tragic. Of the, nay, it is, seems, nay, it is, I know not seems. I, we may not be able to ever know everything when it comes down to discovery and things and, and civil proceedings, but what we do know is this. There is a gentleman that won money Two, I believe, that won money due to the machinations of one professional sports organization. And now we've arrived at another point where I'll be darned if it doesn't have something to do with what are we actually doing as opposed to the image that we're putting out. Because we're great with breast cancer, we're great with domestic abuse, we don't want people to feel like the NFL isn't being responsible. No, you're. it's not that you're not being responsible as a business entity. You're not being responsible as a place of employment. The NFL, if all the NFL were, was just a loose oversight for the 32 independent trade or organizations that are the teams of the NFL, if all they were was just a, a, a basically a, an, an umbrella for these 32 independent business entities to operate, then we wouldn't require anything of them. We'd say, oh, the teams need to be in a position to do more. You can't be this team. And, no, but that's not the case. That's not the case. The NFL, the national foot, the national, the American National Football League is not just an independent oversight. They just loosely manage these 32 business. No, they are an entire business segment, American professional sports, which is just like the same thing as, as a car manufacturer or a factory. They, the product they produce are American professional sports football. Like, that's what they produce. That, that is their product, okay? They're not just some uh, quasi-entity. Nope. They have a product that they, that they market and that they sell to people. Football. And so they have employees. They have players. They have staff. They have medical people, legal people. You know, people, people, <laughs> people, pleasing people. They got all these people that they hire, payroll and things, yet they are not beholden to a single standard that anyone else is. So much so that they can flaunt that. Oh, I've got black players. I've got, I've got, you know, a, a couple GMs. What more do you need? <laughs> I just need to be able to have the same opportunities extended to me that other people do. You know, if, if the New York Giants, as a employment entity, 
were anywhere else, any other entity, they would have already had an equal opportunity complaint filed against them. But because so many of multiple teams employees are from, yes, disparate, different backgrounds, but mostly they are from a different couple different ethnic groups. They have to do better at finding a way to extend the opportunity outside of what they normally would. They have not done that. That is why the rule exists. That is why affirmative action exists. Although for the sake of personal proclivity, it seems crazy to have to tell somebody to have to hire somebody. You cannot not hire them because you don't like how they look. It seems crazy to have to tell somebody that. But we have people that fail at it all the time. Case in point. Tiki Barber was employed by the New York Giants for for at least over 10 years. So as far as a 10-year-old employee, you know, he's one of the people that are, you know... He's a part of the organization. And so you have someone that is in a capacity of an employee that's saying, no, my employer absolutely does hire black people. Look at me. That's not what this is about, man. This is about just getting hired, man, to, 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 to be the the line worker. This is about when the position opens up for the foreman that you don't stop me from being allowed to even perform in it because you don't want to make a decision because you won't extend me the opportunity. That is what's wrong. And that is for the sake of this and so many other information and so much other information about this gross misgiving here is that somehow we have got to put a requirement. We have got to require more and demand more and make sure that we stand by that and don't deviate. This is going to be a hard conversation for a lot of people to have because they're going to be the Tiki Barbers and the Mara family that have such a great relationship that they both cannot see. How utterly toxic that relationship has been the social contract and everything that, that's associated with it. At best, the NFL has some operations issues that it needs to fix. You cannot fix games. You can't. Paying a coach, having a protocol in place to not go out and produce the product of football is the same as a company that goes out and has faulty equipment. If, it, if it's a shaving cream company, right? And they have a can of shaving cream. What the teams that tank and what the teams that do not put forth the best of efforts are doing is they are selling you a faulty can that is going to explode and the product that's inside of it cannot be delivered properly. That is what franchises like and then take a look at the success from there if the new york giants were were, were were actually considering being a legitimate football business entity that is concerned with winning football games and putting the best personnel in place they wouldn't have a quarterback like what they have they wouldn't have any dynamic with what they have they've only been fortunate enough to be blessed to have uh, eli manning in their um, time here or else we'd have conversations about New York that we have about Dallas. That They haven't won anything in a long time. 
it, it, this, it, this notion that because they treat some of us well, human people mostly, that because some of us are treated well, they, they can't possibly be these horrible people. No, they are. Want to know how horrible they are? Well, they've never given an opportunity to someone, not because they haven't been in existence, because they haven't. Been, they don't feel like they have to. And then you grow that conversation out from there. Some of the worst places in these United States for people of color are also places where they do not promote people of color into management and supervisory level positions. It's not because people are unimaginative and don't want to work. The manufacturing sector. The bread basket and all this stuff of America, like what makes it go besides agribusiness or factories, man. And in factories, guess who didn't do any hiring? Manufacturers. It wasn't because people were just not working. They didn't feel like they had to. Didn't want to extend those opportunities beyond that. Can you find, and what is sad is that in all of this, right, in all of this time, in all of this working, and in all of this striving, that we still have people who are making decisions based off of antiquated regime norms, antiquated rules of society. The rules of society say, you don't have to treat these people like this. Give them what, give them this, they should be happy with that. The players shouldn't want to have, live in a better America. They should just take their money and shut up and go play the ball and, and, and throw the sports ball around. Don't, don't do anything outside of that. You should be happy with what you're given. Don't try to get any more than that. Why are you trying to get more than that? I don't want to give it to you. I don't have to give it to you. I give you money. I help you. I have, I have help for you. I have a Rooney rule here. Is that not a good enough for you? Did I have to hire you? Did I have to interview you? Is that not enough? Did you not have, a, did you not have enough of an opportunity as a head coach at another place? Why do you want another opportunity? I'm not wanting to give it to you. You shouldn't want more. That is what the message is. That is what the message must change. And that is what is important out of this entirety of Brian Davis's Sorry, Brian Flores's complaint against the NFL because it is so much of who we are that if the NFL can get this right, maybe XYZ manufacturers can get it right. Maybe they actually hire a minority for a position. Maybe they extend that beyond entry level for people so that they don't just have to be happy with the scraps that they've been given. They can feel like they can actually move up in an upward mobility sense. You know, if we were at this point, we wouldn't have manufacturers coming together and saying things like, oh, I guess we haven't hired the blacks today for any of the management. We got to do better and then still don't do it. Like that, you can't be someone that's advocating for like social change and progressive things if you're not progressive in what you're doing. No, it is bad. It is bad for you to go out there and listen to rap music. It is bad for you to go out there and wear your clothes in a certain way if you still hate the people that you're emulating. You know how many people 
who I'll bet you John Elway has listened to so much soul music in his life. I'll guarantee you he's vibed out a little bit to something. But John, what you think, hiring Teddy Bridgewater or something? <laughs> so Teddy's your quarterback. They, that's, isn't that enough? No, John, is not enough. Why don't you present yourself the same way that you do in other instances, John? The gentleman is saying that you didn't extend to him a professional courtesy. Guess what Colin Kaepernick was saying to you, John? You didn't extend him. It's only fitting for the John Elways of the world to have to deal with you the way that they can. He doesn't have to really like Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp. He doesn't have to dwell with them. He doesn't have to have interactions beyond other th- other than what the football thing does. I guarantee you. I will I, now. I will guarantee you this. That John Elway, with any one of his former players, does not go over and eat barbecue with them, have a conversation about doing it, catching up outside of maybe running into running into him around a football function. I'd be willing to wager John Elway's paycheck that outside of football, he ain't really had no interactions. Not playing outside of football, I'll be willing to wager John Elway ain't got a single person that looked like Terrell Davis around him in his life. I'll be willing to wager his paycheck. If, if, this, if the host of this show is presenting any inaccurate information, we'll always make sure that we trust but verify. But I issue that out into the cosmos. We issue that out into the cosmos. I'll be willing to wager that outside of the game of football as a professional quarterback player, John Elway has not had any meaningful interaction with anyone that looks like the players that he's played with, probably outside of Bill uh, 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 Romanowski or somebody uh, 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 or someone like that, I'm sure. Or maybe Ed McCaffrey. He's probably really close to Ed McCaffrey, but I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't buy that he's going to call up uh, uh, Neil Smith. I don't think he's going to call him up and 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 have a conversation with him. I don't think he's going to call up Steve Atwater and just catch up with Steve because they had such an intimate uh, time as players together. John Elway ain't doing it, and maybe he doesn't have to. But that's what the problem is. These people, they keep they 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 they, they are not. They're not on the same schedule as everyone else. They need to be held accountable for it. The Giants as an organization is, 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 is a touch less mediocre than the New York Jets. They have more national championship wins. If they didn't, they would be the same team. They would have the same. If Eli Manning were not there, and if, and if, and if, if Phil Sims. We're not there. They would be every bit of a mediocre franchise that the New York football Jets would be or that the Detroit Lions would be. My goodness, when things are mired in mediocrity, how everything that they do poorly gets brought to the light. Denver Broncos have not been a competitive team since they had two white quarterbacks. Because they're not looking to be competitive outside of that. Teddy Bridgewater is not going to be. Teddy Bridgewater was a placeholder until they hopefully uh, could land Aaron Rodgers. I'd be willing to wager this. All of Teddy Bridgewater's talent and ability, he'll be traded so that the, the, the aging Aaron Rodgers can come in and be another John Elway and Peyton Manning. 
I'd be willing to wager John Elway's paycheck. That'd be a great paycheck to have, too, by the way. Just, you know, throwing that out there, Mr. Elway. If we're lying, then we're flying. But if not, I guess we're riding as straight and narrow as we can be. Thank you for listening to the Union Address Sports Spot Weekly. I'm your host, Will Leverson. Please be safe. Hug a loved one. And enjoy.